I am Orange from the band Montar, and you're listening to the Phantasm Podcast. Phantasm. Maximum terror. That's your target audience, baby! Phantasm. You know something? I sort of enjoyed it. Phantasm. Sell the metal! Sell the metal! Sell the metal! Hey, this is Dr. Vincent West, medical doctor with the Phantasm Podcast. And I've got an exciting band on today. I'm, they're a new band to me. They've been around for a while, but they've got a wonderful album uh, coming out called Pain is Forever and This is the End. It's from Mantar. It's coming out on Metal Blade Records on July 15th. And we have the drummer with us today. So excited to do this, man. This is so cool uh, uh, to have Mantar on our podcast. So uh, let's just jump right into this. Uh, thank you so much for doing this. Uh, how are you doing today? I'm pretty fine. Yeah, I woke, woke up pretty early because my it's it's my wife's birthday, but I'm uh, I'm in the states and uh, she's in Germany. Oh, okay. So I woke up pretty early to call her, like uh, kind of in the morning time in Germany. So um, a little tired, but but cool. Yeah. Excellent, excellent. So you're in the states. That's cool. Yeah, I'm sorry. We have like a rehearsing right now. It's kind of like uh, we have like uh, our first show since two and a half years on uh, coming Saturday um, in Seattle on Northwest Terror Fest. Fantastic! Yeah, I'm entering the stage again after like such a long time. You almost forgot what we were doing. <laughs> <laughs> uh- yeah. For me and for our listeners out there, uh, can you tell us how uh, your involvement with Mantar came to be? Um, again, please? Oh, uh, just how Mantar kind of came to be for you, how you, uh, you know, how the band kind of formed for you and how you became involved uh, with Mantar. Yeah, to cut a long story short, um, I know Hanno, my, my bandmate, uh, since I think 1997. Oh, wow. Um, it's a long time. Well, we were like both in, in other bands and became friends, going to shows, stuff like that. He was um, a little younger than me. He was like 15 at that time and I was like in my early 20s and uh, we became friends. But never had like the opportunity to form a band together because everyone was another in other bands and we were like too polite to like steal the other one from his band and and do something together um but in the end like i think it was uh, around um 2011 2012 when we were like both a little lost and uh, i was not into making music anymore that much and um I was not like uh, very content with this with his uh, band in that time. Maybe he wanted to do something heavy. He wrote me an email and uh, asked me if I was up to do something new with him. And I, I was, yeah. It's like, uh, yeah. And then we started rehearsing for one year. We we just wanted to prove ourselves to be able to do heavy music because we we love heavy and hard music, but. 
never really played that heavy music in our bands and in our former bands. Yeah, and then we rehearsed like, and our, our, our goal was to to record like 10 or 12 songs and maybe put it on a cassette or something mm -hmm. just to be productive and do something and it worked pretty, pretty fine and um, it sounded good and so we kept doing it and we were actually also, also looking for a third member like a bass player or something but no one wanted to join us everyone was like oh no not another band I want to hang out with my girlfriend I don't want to like practice the <laughs> rehearsal three times a week yeah because nowadays everyone has a band so it's not like um, in, in my beginning there was like we had a school with I don't know 700 people and there was just one band that was able to play music together and um Now it's like everyone has a band. It's so easy to make music, and so uh, it's it's um, the people expect it to be like boring or uh, like um, they don't have the time or, or they they want, don't want to um, spend the time to do these things. And now we are like okay. Then we tried on our own as a two piece, and it worked out pretty well, I guess. <laughs> Well, this this record is fantastic. I'm I'm new to the band, um, so I, that's why I wanted to ask about that. Um, very cool. Um, and just kind of to jump into this record, um, uh, let's see here. The first track here, and I again, I'm going to need your help. I don't even know how to pronounce that. I really don't. Ego egoisto ego. Okay. What can you tell us about that track, the opening track on the album? Um, actually, we were like, um, there are like some songs on this album that we rehearsed together and that we like wrote kind of together. And there are also like some songs because the story I have to tell before, um, it was very painful to, to write this record. I mean, um, um, literally, it was, it was, it was hard. Um, I think at that moment we started to work on this together. Um, we, may have not been ready and on the other hand um, Hanno kind of injured his knee very very painful while we were working on this so it oh, wow. was like after the first rehearsal um, and, and, and late 2020 um, he had to go to the hospital and he had a surgery and uh, he had no insurance in Germany and uh, that was really really hard and then we, we built like something like a chair and at the place where he can lift his leg up and this was like the, the situation when we were like writing and rehearsing and uh, working on these songs um, so um, I have to say Egoist is one of the songs we did together and um, we really wanted to have like something straightforward like going for a frontal and in, into the people and um I think we kind of managed it. So it's it's like the actually we are rehearsing those songs right now for like uh, live shows, and for me it's like the the song that's kind of most fun to play. I, I can really lay in it and uh, feel it. Yeah, this is like one of my favorite songs to be honest. Yeah. 
it's 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 a hell of a way to kick the album off and, and again as i said i'm new to the band um and then of course the next track uh hang them low i actually saw the the video you guys did for that very very cool um what can you tell us about track two track two hang them low is like um this is like we we worked on to to start first like hano writes riffs on his own uh-huh. and he like, like um, kind of a loose arrangement and then we meet in the rehearsal room and work on this stuff I like um, um, define some beats for parts and we discuss that and uh, um, the thing is um, when we are working together on this stuff there are no vocals involved so we are just working on the music and um, we just wanted to have like um, a melodic kind of song uh, in this place. Um, and um, how can I say? With like a, a really, really, really catchy chorus. But we had no, no, no lyrics at the time and we did not know how to sing or what to put in. So this all came later and um, yeah, I, I can't say so much more about it. I really love this song and I think it, it, it worked out very, very catchy. And um, I hear so often that people say like it, it reminds them of Nirvana. I don't see like the resonance in there, but... but um, yeah, I don't hear I that. Mean, <laughs> I, I'm not that, that uh, objective on this place. I sure, of course, absolutely. Fun. Yeah, with, with whole other eyes when I when I look at it. So, um, yeah, that's about it. So it's 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 also a song that's really really fun to play, and um, yeah, the video is interesting. I thought the video was really cool. Yeah, that was also very painful to do because we had like uh, it was so hot here in, in Florida where we shot it, and uh, there were like uh, I don't know like four days of 16, 16 hours per day shooting and driving around, walking around, and yeah. Oh wow, you shot it in Florida? Oh yes. Okay, yeah. that's where that's where I live. I live in Pensacola. I didn't. That's really cool. Um, I didn't know you oh, shot it in Florida. So my neighbors know. Yeah, that's really cool, man. Yeah, it's. I grew up here. I know it's the. I grew up in the more the Miami area, but I live on the other side now. But because uh, of work, but yeah, that's cool, man. I had no idea. That's really really cool um, that you yeah. shot it there. Um, and let's see, track three, uh, Grim Reaping. Grim Reaping. Um, first of all, I must say you you get more like um, the drummer's impression on the songs right now because like um, as I said. Hanno was writing the lyrics, and the lyrics were not involved while we were working on sure. the songs. So I can I can only tell like what what I think of the song. Oh no, it's cool. That's what I wanted. It's totally cool. Yeah, it's perfect. Grim Reaping is like the the song where we were <clears throat> uh, where we became a little insecure because um, it's it's like so melodic in a way, um, and so. I don't know how to say hard rock style, like, uh, like I don't know, like like the helicopters or like bands that that, that play like, um, yeah, just rock music. Um, 
but we 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 started working on it and it worked out pretty good and we really liked it and we we, we thought of not to think of what style we're gonna do we want wanted to be like more melodic because we are like in this um pop structure world we are like raised with listening to bands that that had like songs not just 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 a big sound but like we're like in love with pop structure it has to be a verse a chorus a verse a chorus and sure. it, it has to be like it has to be a song and um that was kind of our goal when we were writing this song so and um we are also rehearsing this song right now like playing it like 50 times a day and 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 um it's also a lot of fun and i i see that we're getting somewhere it's it's not i mean sometimes you think too much about what you're doing but as long as it's you that is doing this thing it will always be you so um we are we are um we are getting like more um self assured about this song yeah i think it's, it rocks pretty good oh yeah it's a great it's a great track um, and let's see, track four, uh, Orbital Puss. Um, Orbital Puss is like more like um, an offensive track. It's um, like a, when we were working on this track, um, we wanted to be like like the song to be like a punch in the face. I don't know if it worked out like this on the record, but this was like our main intention. And um, at, the, at the verse is something we never did before. I think it's, it, ha- it has um, a kind of groovy way that, that may people uh, may want to dance or something. So this is like our impression while we were writing it. And um, actually, I was not so sure about like the main part because uh, I I always thought like this. people will think that that I stole the beat from like a Nirvana song, but we changed it so much that there is no no uh, connection anymore. Right. <laughs> um, um. You you mean which song or or, or why why we change it? Because we, I don't want one one of people to say like yeah we stole something uh, from uh, from another band uh, if we do it we have to like uh, hide it in a way that people don't uh, realize <laughs> i mean i never i don't i didn't hear anything on the album so whatever you did it's I, it's not noticeable to me so yeah yeah i think it's great i love your all style of music it's very interesting it's it's fresh it's different um, it's definitely different than a lot of stuff that I listen to, and this record is a, a lot of fun to listen to. Um, and let's see, uh, track five, Piss Ritual. That's a great title, too. <laughs> um, yeah, Piss Ritual. Yeah, for example, Piss Ritual was a song. Um, to go back to, to the beginning when we were, like rehearsed in, in Germany for the songs, um, that was a very painful time for both of us. And... Um, we um, we realize that after some weeks we are not going somewhere like working right now on this. It was very stressful. Um, Hanno had like his, his his almost broken knee, and I was um, learning all the songs and was like very stressed about um, the the already booked studio time. Like a week later, and we were like 
still up to write four new songs and had no idea what to write. And then we like stopped this and every Hanno flew home. I also went home and we did like nothing for a month. And um, then Hanno started to work on the songs on his own in Florida and also wrote some demos. And um, Piss Ritual was one of the songs we didn't write together. So he just sent me the demo and asked me if this, what do I think about it? And if it's possible to play on drums and if I had any new ideas and I was like, oh man, that's kind of a song I was waiting for. Not not like too complicated, just like English, so just straightforward, a little up-tempo and just push it out. So um, I was very happy to hear he, he sent me the song and like I said before there were no no lyrics it's just the riffs we are not like um, we see the lyrics or the vocals as a third instrument it's it's kind of like sometimes people put put um, too much weight on the lyrics they want to know what someone is singing I don't know if if they want to understand what's, what's the theme of the song or if they want to see if there are like any bad or political not correct things in, in the lyrics but for me it's like I never listened to the lyrics it, it was for me like a part of the whole music and that's still how we do see it that's 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 also the reason why we don't print the lyrics so the people should like listen to the whole thing like like the, like the transformers you get like three four cars together and together they make a robot that that's like a complete different thing and you see not the, the not the uh, particular cars you just see the robot it's like something um comparable to the music we are making so all the parts together is like one thing it's not like oh here the drums here the guitar here this and that sure it's just one thing and um and it's like the other thing is um there are songs when 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 hanno puts the lyrics on it it's like oh now it gets like 50 percent better and sometimes it's like oh man it gets it gets eighty percent better. So it's like um, if the song without the lyrics is already good, you can be pretty sure that it'll be really really good when the vocals are on. So <laughs> it's it's like I said, this this record's a lot of fun sonically to listen to. I listen to a lot of albums in my car just so I can you know get it sonically like I did when I was younger, and uh, it's 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 a lot of fun to listen uh, to your old stuff. Yeah. It's it really is. Uh, I can't say enough about this record. It's so good. So uh, let's see, track six of Frost and Decay. Yeah, Frost and Decay. Um, I have a special connection to this song. Um, this is a song that 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 kind of reminds me of an older Nirvana song. Like if you see the structure, if you see like how it starts and and so on, and then we get like a piece of metal in it and. Um, I don't know how to call that part. This is the song with my favorite guitar riff in, and it's it's like the part um, just before the chorus. It's like I think we can call it pre-chorus. There's a verse, and then come comes this this little part that leads to the chorus. Oh man, this is a song we also practice right now, and. Um, this is like so much fun to play. It's it's like exciting and uh, it 
I hope I hope everyone will like understand what I'm talking about when I'm playing this song live because it's like this is a song that has like an energy at uh, parts that um, how do you say that that goes to the audience and comes back. This is like how I imagine to play this song live and how what I expect to 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 go through while being on stage. Um, one of my favorite songs, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> As far as the new material, are you all going to play mainly the the new album when you're playing live, or are you going to mix a bunch of different stuff in, or are you going to try to play most of this record? I think we're going to mix everything. Um, and we are rehearsing um, five to six new songs, but we are not decided which ones to play live. Um, as this is like our fourth record, and um, we're going to like choose the songs... Um, um, kind of like uh, I mean we, we have like some songs that people really love to hear so uh, and as we are not playing like two hours on stage because sure. no one can monitor a show for two hours um, everybody's gonna hate us after that huh. um, uh, we're not sure right now I think um, it will be like a, a good mix of uh, all the best songs of all the records fantastic well, this record's great. Um, it's it's so good. I would love to hear some of this stuff live. It's really good. Let's see. Uh, so let's keep going. Uh, track seven, Walking Corpse. Um, yeah, Walking Corpse is, uh, is also like a song we wrote together. Um, um, oh, I just got a message. Sorry. Um, it's... Um, and it's... I can't say too much about this song. Um, we this is like one of the songs we we, we wrote. Uh, we uh, we worked on it pretty hard, um, but we wanted to have like a, a song with a completely different end part, and that was like our mission in this song. And we kind of kind of did it. And um, funny stuff about like um, the the thing with uh, the lyrics. That when we work on it, we have no 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 vocals on it, and Benano sends me like demos, so there are no vocals on it. Mm -hmm. um, most of the time, he he wants to do like the vocals alone to send me like uh, a, a product that's like almost ready um, to get my objective impression on it, because he likes to like work on uh, stuff very intensely so that he like loses like the view on it he doesn't know he says I, I put so much effort in it but I can't say if it's like any good any normal or like if it's like awesome or bad he just did it he, he put effort in it and um, that's the point where I come in and then he sends me it and for me it's like like a fresh new song and I can say uh, oh that's really really good but I would do this and this different or I sing would sing here less or <coughs> another word or something like that um, this is um, a way we work on this like for years and uh, I think this is a good thing because we are like the band we are like two people so um, if, if you both have uh, no idea of anything that we are making is good or bad um then, then I think we will be pretty insecure about what we're doing. So, and uh, we kind of find out, found out that uh, this is a good way to have like uh, 
an objective opinion of some of the band members uh, on the stuff another band member is working yeah it's it's a great track um, again I love the title um, let's yeah. see uh, track 8 New Age Pagan um, New Age Pagan is kind of um, goes f for me along with the, with the track Grim Reaper I think that um, this is like my personal impression. It might be because we uh, we worked on those both tracks kind of together, mm -hmm. like, and um, it also has like a very 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 um, almost offending melo melodic character in in a, in a way. Um, but it should be like that because you know you have like. I told you about our love for like pop songs and pop song structures, and um, this is something we didn't play this song now at the rehearsals. But uh, when we're like rehearsing the songs for like uh, the studio sessions, um, there are like songs they are like hard to play, and you're like uh, counting like the bars, and now you, for me as a drummer, you have to play that fill and. But playing um, um, New Age Pagan was more like a funny. You were like this, this. The, the melody gives so much back to you that you're not. Oh, you're you're like more thinking like, oh, it's, it's over again. Okay, let's do it again. Um, it's also like one of my favorite songs, but I didn't listen to it for a long time because I was like working with other tracks uh, the last weeks. I have to give it a listen again. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, yeah, it's killer. Uh, track non hoarder. Hoarder was also one of the tracks that that Hanno um, wrote on his own in, in, in Florida while I was in Germany. Um, but he always sent me like parts of it and asked me if this is this is good or this or should we do it like that. Um, it starts pretty different than, than the rest of the song um, is turning out like this it, it sounds pretty I don't know um, I'm not so good with like um, styles of music I think you, you may call it like a little doomy sludgy at uh -huh. the beginning but then it, it gets gets more like into like partly like in, in a grunge direction which I really dig. I really love it. So um, it's like um, one of the songs that is pretty monotone when it comes to like the music. Um, and um, this is something I really, really like. I, I, I always wanted to be like um, a play music that is monotone, but uh, has like um, musically monotone, but um, has like a vocal on it that, that, that shows which way uh, uh, the song is going and so and um, also the chorus I think um, this is one of the songs where I kind of thought of Nirvana when, when I was like playing it I was like oh no, this could also be like something for Nirvana um, but um, like I said before this were like um, we were working on it without the vocals and then the vocals came in and I, and I think um, when the vocals come in I think okay now it sounds sounds like Montara no more like uh, Nirvana and, right um, then 
track, I saw this new video and it reminds you of Nirvana, I think, oh, oh okay, well, I guess I cannot see it, but, but if you see it, uh, okay, all right. Um, yeah, it's also like a song I would like to play live, we didn't rehearse it yet, but uh, because I'm here like uh, two weeks, these are the first rehearsals together of the new songs. Um, we may maybe put it on the list because I would really love to play it live. <laughs> yeah, it's a really good track. And let's see the final track, Odysseus. Odysseus. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, this is this is like the, the third track that uh, Hanno wrote alone in um, in, in Florida. Um, when we talked a lot lot about it, he sent me like uh, like. Uh, the main structure and he asked me if this is like boring or if it's good should we make it should we not is it a little slow it's not really like our tempo to play a song like that and I was like okay um, it's pretty, pretty easy um, and um, while we are working on it again without the lyrics it was for me like um, yeah this is like it felt for me like a filler on the on the record, and, and I thought, okay, let's just do it to have like enough songs. But I'm not sure if we are, if if this track is gonna make it on the record. And then Hannah tried a, around a, a little bit about some some vocals, like like melodies, how to sing, and and he sent me like a, 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 um, his like first try and I was like oh this is like song like I told, told before this is one of the songs where I thought um, okay this song is okay like this song is like 20% when I think like 100% is the best and the vocals really put like 80% on it I'm, I'm I think this worked out really really good and I I, I that's why I don't think like if I don't like a song because it sounds boring for me, I always wait until Hanno puts like vocals on it because this can be such a game changer. And uh, this was the case on this track, so um, this is this this sticks in your head, uh, even in our heads, uh, even though we we listen to it like a hundred times. Um, it's we we really put something out here uh, that that's. Yeah, I don't know. Sometimes it's like you, you get like goosebumps from your old songs, and so <laughs> this is kind of it. Um, I don't know. I, th I think this will stop like in a few months, but right now it's still, I really love this song, and I, I have to say, like, uh, um, the, vo the vocals did it. <laughs> yeah. This yeah. album is fantastic. Um, as yeah. far as you guys playing live, do you all have? Do you all add another guitarist or a bassist, or is it still just the two of you? Just the two of, two of us. Um, like I said, we wanted to have a bass player in the first place, but no one uh, wanted to play with us. Then uh, we started to find like technical ways that Hanu can play with his guitar, but uh, use like three amplifiers at, or four amplifiers at one time. And then we had like our first show, couldn't find any uh, third member for the band, mm -hmm. so we did it as a tweet, and then we said, okay, we can do this, let's stay like that, yeah. That's really cool. Uh, and as far as touring, what, what all do you guys have coming up you'd like to talk about? 
like show wise? Um, actually, we are like uh, we have like our first show since since like I think February twenty twenty on coming Saturday. We are like pretty excited to. to to do it and it's like it's been also like a long time that we played in the states so it's gonna be like uh, a one show thing here in the states and then we fly over to germany to play um uh, some festivals uh, some german shows uh-huh. some european shows uh, until i guess october and uh, the rest of the year there are no big plans you know there is like a pandemic starting in, in, in the um in, in germany and europe again i guess i did not so, know that uh, that's awful yeah so on fall it's it's gonna be hard again to play shows um so we're gonna like continue maybe uh next year's spring we are making we are thinking of plans where to play and which which new countries to discover and stuff like that but um um i i cannot talk right now about it because oh, of course most of the things are not fixed yet um but i really i i really wish that um that like normality will come into our lives again especially for like uh, musicians and yeah it's because, um, chaotic it, it really feels bad because it's it's nothing um under our influence and we can not do nothing about it and we are not really big fans of doing like shows uh, as a live stream or something um we're gonna go on stage and see the audience and we want the audience to see us so this gives us the energy to to do what we do and um i hope everything will turn kind of normal again soon it would be nice yeah so you're all just doing one show in the u.s where are y'all doing that at? Hmm? Where's that show at? Um, that show is in Seattle. Um, actually, I don't know the venue, but um, there's a festival, I think, starting on Friday, and it's called uh, the Northwest Terror Fest. Nice. And there are some cool bands, I guess. So there's one band I would like to see. I think they're playing on Friday called Oryx. Um we played with them like years ago, or I think like seven or eight years ago. They opened up for us in a show. Uh, I don't remember where it was. This was like kind of like an indoor skate park where we played. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was a lot of fun, yeah. yeah. Well, look, I wish you all the best. Uh, guys, Pain is Forever, and This is the End is available from Mantar on July 15th from Metal Blade Records. Sir, thank you so much for doing this. This record's fantastic, and I wish you all the best moving forward with thank this you. band. It's great. It's good stuff. Thank you, Vincent. And you know something? I sort of enjoyed it. Phantasm.